Saturday, turning up with a new host. Live on all platforms, east to the west coast. Don't sleep on her, she gon' bring me the good vibes. Real people and they opinions, it's on life. Word on the street, she got reviews on the best high. Time for the show, now we going to her live. Welcome back to another episode of Kendra After Dark. Tonight, I have a special guest. Her name is Brittany, and she is coming on the show to give us some information about what she does and how cannabis is involved. Brittany, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Yeah, I... um... I am a certified ganja yoga instructor. So about two years ago, I participated in Dee Dussault's ganja yoga teacher training, her first round of teacher training. And uh, since then, I believe she's been on tour going to various states and just returned from Canada actually doing a training. So she's traveled around and got to meet a lot of different kinds of people and yoga instructors. And uh, so I've been lucky enough to be one of them and to learn from her. And so now for the past year and a half or so, I've been teaching cannabis enhanced yoga classes throughout the Bay Area in California. Yeah, that's so awesome. And Dee is actually how I was put in touch with you. Um, I saw what she was doing and was like, wow, this is really interesting. And this is something that seems to me like a lot of people would be interested in. So right away, I was like, hey, I would love to talk about this on the show. And she pointed me out to a few of you that, you know, did the classes and became instructors. So I think that is super awesome. And here in Tucson, it's pretty cool because I just recently learned we're about to start having some cannabis infused yoga classes too. So yeah. And it's so exciting. Cause like, it's funny cause I'm all, well, it just so happens when I went to yoga class last time, I like made sure to get super ready for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so funny. But yeah, no, I like the idea altogether. Uh, Can I ask you how or when did you first start using cannabis? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. I I kind of like I dabbled in it a little bit at like 17, 18. But I think I kind of formally had a relationship with with cannabis when I was about 19 or 20. And um I started using it just recreationally. I mean, honestly, a a lot of teenagers, a majority of teenagers these days have some pretty extreme anxiety and Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps even PTSD or other types of trauma that cannabis can help with. And at the time, I I think I wasn't really connected to my true intention of using it. Um, And uh, reflecting on it now, I feel like, well, actually, I had a much deeper connection than I even thought that. At the time, I really just started smoking with friends, and it felt great to laugh and have a good time and have insightful conversation and daydream and be silly, and it was very therapeutic, and it also helped me meet a lot of different kinds of people, and when I moved from LA to San Francisco to go to college around 18, 19 years old, uh, it was also kind of a way to make friends, too, and just find like-minded people. 
So I started smoking really recreationally just to be a part of, um, well, I guess at the time I realized, but I was like a, a part of a really big like cannabis community that I didn't even really <laughs> know. But right. just reflecting on it now, many years later, I'm like, wow, I was making deep connections. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because even when I think back or um, once I started like really talking to people about cannabis and how it can help different people in certain situations, I was like, yeah, I really do smoke because like I get up every day and deal with anxiety and you know, come to find out now, like being able to know exactly what works for me and how to treat it properly. It's like, well, that's cool. Because at least back then, like, even though I thought I was just like hanging out, I was kind of like medicating myself and, you know, easing that without really knowing exactly what I was doing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then I I do feel like my intention around smoking has, has changed just as life has changed, you know, and I, it's such a versatile plant, you can really use it. Um, even its potency, you know, there might be times in my life where I use different types of cannabis products that are really potent and I'm either getting a really big head high or even body relaxation, whatever it might be. And then there's other times that maybe I just use mostly CBD. I feel like my um, relationship to it and my intention of smoking and consuming always kind of changes as well. Just depends on what I might need some some help with at the time or whatever the the plant is you know it's such a support system it is it's kind of like this well it is a living thing but you know what I mean it's like yeah. this powerful thing <laughs> yeah it's it's like the girlfriend that you call up you know depending yeah. depending on the situation which friend you go to <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And I think it's pretty awesome, especially I'm learning so much more about like RSO and, you know, um, everything involving CBD, hemp, things that I never even would have imagined that you're able to do with these products. And it's just like, wow, that's pretty amazing. So when did you start um, instructing yoga itself? Um, well, I started to practice yoga uh, through my studies as a dancer. It was kind of just um, presented to me as this, you know, physical exercise that will help me become more agile, more strong, more flexible for dance, just kind of like a conditioning technique or class I could take. And it was very important to me at that time. I mean, if the physical benefits kind of go on and on and on, not to mention like mental, emotional, spiritual benefits that you can get into deeper. And so I already had a pretty great relationship with it. And then as my practice changed a little bit for myself, uh, it became more and more important to me to, to teach it as well. I've been a dance teacher for many, many years. So I've taught movement for over 10 years now. Um, but I've been teaching ganja yoga for the last year and a half. And then other styles of yoga to kids, adults, I've taught many ages, um, for about four or five years now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Did you yeah. always know that, did you always know you wanted to be involved with dance itself, like no matter the form or? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dance has been a, an integral part of my life, my growth, my connection with myself, the way I express myself. It's a really beautiful art form. That could that could be like a whole another podcast for me is just what I think the benefits of creative arts and performing arts are, you know? Yeah. No, I mean and that's awesome. There's a lot of right. there's a lot of different ways to be able to explore oneself, you know, and a lot of people 
do it through dance and art. And that's, you know, that's awesome in itself. And it's just cool to know exactly what people go through to get where they are. And, you know, it it sounds, I mean, just from speaking to you, so you probably danced a lot throughout your life growing up, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, I was always connected to it. And then I started to really study and train, um, in my late teens and, uh, it just became a huge part of my life. I ended up going to college and received my BA in dance and decided that movement was where it was at for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, I like the whole idea of that. I myself was more into like playing soccer and softball. And, you know, oh, I nice. I was always on the go with like some kind of sport. I was in a martial art, you know, like something like that, but never really got into dance until I was older. And I... Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. So it's, it's nice to know the different things that people kind of indulge in. Um, I wanted to bring up, we had a, um, a nice little event here in Tucson this past Saturday. It was at Green Green Med Wellness Center in Tucson. And there were a bunch of vendors that came out and sessioned with people all day. And it was like, it was really cool. I got to go and I had a booth for the podcast. We also had a booth there for Pink Kush. And I got to try a lot of brands. So I just kind of wanted to make a couple of mentions of a few of those that I tried because I definitely think they were, they were awesome. There's a brand called Colors and they had some cartridges available. They did have CBD, but then they also had THC and I'm a stickler on the taste of cartridges and they had a blueberry one that was absolutely delicious. And yeah, yeah, and the colors are (laughs) every single like cartridge. They have reusable. Um, They were saying reusable, refillable, maybe recyclable. I can't remember. Um, Definitely. I'll have to look into that a bit more and I'll advertise it with the episode, but they're all really cute. So like a blueberry one is like a cute little blue cartridge, you know, and just kind of a a fun way to be able to consume your products. I also um, got to try some select elite gummies. Um, They gave me 15 milligrams. I had a sativa. I took that a little earlier today. 15 milligrams actually kicked in pretty well for me while I was at work. I was kind of feeling a bit of back pain. So this was pretty nice and it was good and relaxing. Um, Selectoil.com for more of their products. I definitely am going to go over more because I have a whole bag of stuff here and notes from the event that of stuff that I tried that I was like, oh, wow, this is just awesome. Um, But I do want to hear a little bit more about Ganja Yoga. Can you tell me a little bit exactly what it is? How, you know, if I go and I'm going to attend one of your ganja yoga classes, what exactly is to be expected? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, I I think that, you know, there's kind of a personalized feel depending on which teacher you're working with. Um, But overall, there's usually a general structure that's kind of the same. So whether you were able to go to my class or someone else's, the, um, the night always starts out with a smoke social. So 30, 45 minutes of just coming together and building community, sharing products with each other. If, you know, for example, someone brought cartridges or I actually have people that bring their own bongs. They like to consume in all sorts of ways. And so people usually bring whatever they prefer. And then there's just a bunch of sharing that goes around. And um, we basically just 
build community and bond over cannabis. It's really beautiful. So a little smoke social time. And then we'll go into a practice that's an hour, hour and 15. And the style of yoga definitely depends on each teacher. For myself, I love teaching yin yoga. I love practicing yin yoga. So my style of teaching definitely has a heavy influence of yin yoga and restorative practices, kind of slower paced movement. Oh, awesome. And yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, and then at the end of the night, we just have some tea and some snacks and namaste. It's beautiful. (laughs) A nice wrap up to the night. (laughs) Nice. So it's a, a nice and good way for someone essentially to like really relax before partaking in yoga. Would you say it makes it easier for some to be able to do the poses and movements because they are in more of a relaxed state? Uh, I definitely think so. You know, there's actually some pretty interesting research coming out around flexibility itself. And, you know, I do usually hear from students, especially if it's their first time, like, I don't know how I'll do. I'm not very flexible or I haven't done, you know, I haven't really stretched in a long time or whatever. And so sometimes flexibility is, is like a question. And there's actually some cool research coming out around mindset and flexibility uh-huh. So sometimes if in your head you're thinking like, oh my gosh, this hurts or it's uncomfortable, then the body's kind of responding to that. Whereas if the mindset is maybe more connected to the breath or it's feeling safe and secure and just taken care of, then you can actually kind of physically create some more space just from this mindset of feeling safe and feeling better. So I think using cannabis, I mean, it has so many benefits when it's intertwined with with many things especially movement um but i do feel like the very first kind of step to arriving at your mat is to just relax and release a little bit so yeah i think that smoke social time time to use especially if you have you know a cannabis product you really love and uh just kind of indulge that way and enjoy then yeah i think going you just kind of melt onto your mat after that it's it's simply (laughs) easy to like move into the practice and you're like oh man all in your body and your breath it's great That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I think it sounds cool. Like for me, uh, like I said, it just made it more of like a, oh, that's awesome. Because, you know, I, the few times I've done yoga now, I've been a few times now. Um, I think last time we, so this is a re-recording because our first interview, for whatever reason, did not come out well. Um, yeah, bummer. The sound was so fuzzy and I just couldn't get it to go away. But I think the first time I talked to you, I'd only ever been to one yoga class. So I've been to two more since then. So mm. awesome. <laughs> I've, I've been Love trying, it. right. I've been trying a okay, few. Okay, get bonus points now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm trying to be active out there a little bit. Um, but I definitely find, like, before, no matter what, even the first time I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get really high before I go and do this. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then when I found out about ganja yoga, I was like, oh, that's all I was doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been doing that for years. Awesome. Right? Yeah. I like, gave myself an excuse. Like, this is totally fine. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. And then I saw everything that Dee does online, like I said, and was like, man, I I have to know more about that. And so to now be, you know, able to, our first, um, conversation was a few months ago and 
we are going to have um, some ganja yoga classes here in Tucson. So it's like, dang, like even that in itself is kind of showing how the industry is growing just here locally. Um, yes. It yes. makes me so excited. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's just a lot of fun. So. Oh my God. Yeah. It's been so rewarding to teach it and to meet people from all walks of life you know sometimes people are coming to class because they have a relationship or connection with yoga already or sometimes they come to class because they've smoked for many many years and had a good relationship with cannabis you know it's not always a person walking in who's done both and so it's like this wonderful harmony of of you know moving and using the plants that you love so much and also trying new things, just kind of putting yourself out there. I had a student recently who was sharing about his experience and he said there's just not many times in his life where he's able to really authentically connect with people. And sometimes that's because he feels pressured to like act or or look like something else. Um, Or maybe he just doesn't have time in such like a chaotic busy day to like really sit down and be present with somebody much less himself so he was sharing that in his experience of combining cannabis and this slow flow relaxing movement kind of this uh what am i trying to say like a movement meditation he just feels like it's it's a moment to be authentic and really honest with other people and with yourself and I was like in tears while he's talking to me like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. It's it's really cool to uh, be seen in that way. And I also used to, you know, just like toke in my car in the parking lot before class, you know, and I still do that. Actually, I take Pilates and other (laughs) kind of, you know, more high intensity classes or just vinyasa yoga or whatever. And we'll kind of like toke in the parking lot sneakily and then walk in. But in ganja yoga, you don't have to do that. You just walk in and everyone's on the same page it's really great yeah (laughs) it's so nice well um I saw on Instagram recently that you have been doing some traveling can you tell us a little bit about that absolutely yeah I have been to uh Southeast Asia about four times now for various yoga trainings and I have a teacher out that way her name is Marcella Mota and she's living out in Thailand and I met her about three years ago at a vinyasa training I was doing she was one of the lead teachers and really really inspired me she just her teachings resonate with me so much so now I've traveled back uh every year to learn from her so I just went back a couple of weeks ago I guess a month ago now and I went out to Southeast Asia again and did a yin training with her just dove deeper into that style I guess I already dropped that earlier on because I <laughs> so geeked out about it but right <laughs> um, yeah yeah so I I got to go out to Thailand and submerge myself in the culture and the nature and it was wonderful I love Thailand if anyone's listening and has been thinking about going please please go it's such a beautiful place in the world I will say that it was difficult to see plastic in the ocean and on the beaches and it was um more way more prominent than in years past when I've gone so little shout out to biodegradable composting recycling <laughs> and, <laughs> and being 
mindful. <laughs> Definitely. What was your favorite thing while you were over there? Um, let's see. Besides my, my training and my experience in the trainings, I love the food so much. Oh, my goodness. The fruit there is, like, delicious. Yeah. It's just yeah mangoes coconuts bananas those three in particular are um really my faves so <laughs> I just got, and drinking a fresh coconut on the beach is is quite an experience that's something that I wish for everyone <laughs> yeah it really is so when I was younger yeah. I I got lucky I was um, I was in martial arts when I was younger, like I said, and I got the chance to go to Hawaii and it was really awesome because it was my first experience like out of Arizona and mm. I got to go to the Polynesian cultural center. Um, you know, we got to go to the beach. Like it was just amazing. We were in Waikiki and like you could walk everywhere. You could walk from one side of the island to the other if you really wanted to, like, you know what I mean? And we went to this little, I would say kind of like a swap meet and they had so many little stands with like fresh fruits and stuff that you could get. And I was like, Oh, I want a coconut. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it was like the first time I ever got one, they popped a straw in it. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And so I totally agree. I think if you get a chance to do that, you definitely should take advantage of it. It's like the most relaxing and surreal thing because you see that on TV all the time. And it's kind of like, huh, I live in this desert. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know it is. Yeah, traveling. I love the um, I love the quote that traveling's one of the only things that costs money, but it makes you richer. It's, yeah. It's such an enriching experience. <laughs> Very true. I do, yeah, I do love to travel. And um, I, uh, I hope to call in more and more opportunities to travel and teach. Last year, when I visited Thailand, I went to teach yoga. And that was such a cool experience. So yeah, hope to do that again, for sure. Cannabis is not included in those travels, but <laughs> it's still... It's still Still a cool experience. Definitely. (laughs) And hopefully one day we'll be able to travel wherever we want and everyone will have the same rules when it comes to cannabis. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Agreed. Something to look forward to. (laughs) I mentioned those vapes earlier. I found um, the information. It's colors two. So it's C O the number two L O R S dot com to find out more information about those vapes. But for real, the flavors were pretty on point. They had like a melon one, a strawberry lemonade, that blueberry was super good. They also had a grape CBD one, which I tried. They all tasted really good. Um, check out the colors website. It's co the number two l o r s dot com. They have some pretty awesome vapes pretty colors. I know that doesn't matter to everybody, but if you're interested in having like different colored disposable reusable vapes, then that's something you might want to look into. I also learned, I don't know, have you tried dab tabs? I haven't, no. Okay, so those have come out kind of recently here, and I learned recently that you can actually take dab tabs to go. Um, It was a pretty cool experience to hear about that because concentrate is kind of sticky and it's you know depending on exactly what potency you want and what you're looking for as far as to get your medication for the day these dab taps are pretty easy you can just pop it in and use this dab tabs go 
um, battery and cartridge to use, you know, smoke on them for the day. And I was just like, wow, that's pretty awesome. So I, I learned so much at this event this past weekend too, because there's a lot of great, uh, local companies, uh, Cactus Kush CBD that they've been on the show recently. I love their products. They were out there. I got to try a few other things and they just have some, you know, great stuff. And it's like, I can't wait to be able to travel to like California because I have talked to a few of you in California and places like that. And it seems like there's so much more available and it's just like, there's, we're going to have some good stuff happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Yeah. The variety of products that are out here, it like blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's, and I went there, I don't know if I told you that before, but I went there a couple years back and was really excited because it was legal for me to go in and buy a bud. And that was the first time that I had done that, like outside of having a card, <laughs> you know, awesome. so awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I went there. And um, we actually got some really, I think it was Wonder Woman OG. And I want to say, like Superman or spy. I think it was Superman. Um, and it was so sticky, it stuck it like stuck on the window and (laughs) yeah I was like wow that's pretty amazing because it's not very often you get sticky sticky like that out here so I was like just everything out here is all different and um, now that I've been looking more into the industry and what is available in states that are legal or medical there's such a wide variety of things you could do because there's drinks that are infused you can infuse food and it's like geez, there's just everything. I, I like, I like it so much. I like cannabis. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that, um, I've, I've even seen, you know, many different kinds of, um, uh, not just yoga classes, but other types of movement classes com- combined with cannabis, sports combined with cannabis, painting, cannabis, cooking and cannabis. You know, I, yeah. I feel like these are actually activities, especially exercise. I know many, many people that have used cannabis while exercising uh, their whole lives and but not really done it in a class setting. So I think many of these activities, we've already been using cannabis. It was so wonderful to just kind of like step forward and share it with other people and be doing it with a big community as well. It's great. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so what is your favorite way to consume cannabis? Uh, I definitely love flour. I love just a pre-roll or rolling it myself. Uh, there's actually a company out here that sponsors a bunch of my classes called Stone Road Farms, and I love their flower. You were mentioning a, the blueberry cartridge, and I was actually smoking on a blueberry muffin pre-roll from them, so <laughs> and it was delicious too. So it's all <laughs> blueberries here, but uh, yeah, I, I really love flower. You know, the of course the smell, the look of it, and also kind of the ritual of of rolling something. Um, lighting it up, passing the J around, you know, it's kind of a, almost like a ceremony of sorts as well. That feels really good, real homey. And um, I I am getting more and more into vaping and cartridges and, and things like that, but it's definitely still a new world for me. And also the, sometimes 
the effects that I get from it are a bit stronger than if I was smoking flour. So um, depending on what I have going on that day or what I'm consuming, you know, what my intention is of consuming, I prefer flour. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, that's funny. I'm the same way, though. I'm very old fashioned when it comes to that. I'm like, man, my main consumption consumption is definitely going and getting myself some flour. I like to sit here and either roll it up or put it in the bong like you know what I mean I just got so used to that and to be honest like I feel like a lot of this other stuff has come out within recent years so it's like still getting used to if I want that or not I do use vapes because I feel like they're really convenient um of course all the things going on with vapes is kind of scary yeah absolutely I did an interview recently with the bud show and I was explaining like I feel like we're kind of like the lab rats though for those products because they are coming out brand new and it's not where like people have been smoking cannabis for 50 years so we kind of know what cannabis does to you or not um And I think that's essential. I think that's something that is going to come up with multiple products. You know what I mean? Like anything new to the market, we're not going to know exactly how it's going to react or how you're going to react. Yeah, very true. For like years to come. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. That's a really good point. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting, but still, I think it's amazing looking at all the different ways that people have been able to bring the plant to life, um, you know, making bags. And I just recently interviewed Alice Moon, and she was talking about how she created the stoner bracelet out of hemp. You know what I mean? So not only do you have a way to consume your cannabis, but it's also coming from the plant. And it's like, how cool, you know, there's just so many different things that we can do. Absolutely. Yeah. So many ways to benefit from it. (laughs) It's, it really is amazing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite strain? I do. Yeah. I, I think it's been my favorite strain forever and ever. I don't know that I've changed ever, but I love Blue Dream. Oh, yeah. Dream and, yeah. It's what I started smoking, you know, in my early 20s. And I actually don't smoke a ton of it now. But if I ever see it in the dispensary or, or out and about, I'll definitely grab it. <laughs> it's one of my faves. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my favorite is Moby Dick. And I don't see it very often. So I would definitely snag it like anytime I see it. Um, but that's my favorite strain and I've only, it's been like two years since I've had it and I'm like dying. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm over here like, wow, I actually have not smoked Blue Dream in a long time. I need to find that. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's so wild. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's just a great, uh, balance. You know, it makes me feel a bit more mindful and in my body and and relaxed it's it's a good chill strain for sure but I um I do also like Durban poison which is great for being productive and getting things done um so I don't know if you ever tried Durban poison but yeah that one's also good that is that is a really good one too I uh I'm slowly making my way through as many as I can but I've definitely learned that there are so many it's like and then there are new ones coming out all the time you know what I mean Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah they um there are a lot of strains that are have so many crossovers so many mixtures too that it's it's just insane it is (laughs) I go to the dispensary and sometimes I feel a bit overwhelmed which is it's cool that you said you went to this event you know I love events that have vendors with more and more people to answer questions and just interact with and get to know like what the product's all about 
sometimes the dispensary can be a bit overwhelming when it's just this huge menu and you're like, oh my God, like so many options. What do I pick? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's, gosh. And then I went to an event in Phoenix a few weeks back now. Actually, I think it's been like over a month now, but there was a bunch of vendors from outside of Tucson too, that I'd never even heard of and was just like, this is like wonderful. (laughs) This is a little playground for me. So you mentioned, you mentioned a little bit earlier about like, um, the mental benefits of yoga. What self-care things do you do for yourself? Do you have like any type of routines for self-care or things that you do when you're just kind of stressing or feel like you need to chill out? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, definitely my yoga practice is, is one for sure. Um, I also try my best to have a daily meditation that kind of, cause there are many things in your life that you do day to day that could be a meditation of sorts, but I guess I try to have a daily meditation that looks like me sitting there, you know, closing the eyes, finding some moments of stillness and quiet for myself. I try to move mindfully and meditatively throughout my day so I try to keep it up you know even if I don't get a time to like be still because for some of us you know meditating we feel as though we have to be sitting cross-legged really still really quiet and for others it just doesn't look like that and that's fine um so part of my self-care is definitely to have at least 10 minutes of silence and stillness and connecting with my breath maybe I have an intention or a phrase that I kind of repeat to myself. Um, And I also love to have a daily kind of exercise. Maybe it's just a walk. Maybe it's a yoga practice. Maybe it's something more intense. And I love to read. So anytime I can just like read. I, I also, you know, sitting down reading a book maybe isn't always feasible as far as time, but I'm also really mindful of what content I have on like my Instagram feed. So what I'm kind of like taking in throughout the day and small excerpts of reading is you know, stuff that's actually enriching me rather than like, because I I do, you know, I am connected through social media with promoting for the classes and just connecting with new people and stuff. But actually part of my self-care routine is probably to stay off social media a little bit as well. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I took like a a good seven month hiatus from Facebook and it was like really nice. Um. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, I it can be so important sometimes. It's it's a really helpful tool, but then, you know, you kind of have that connection with yourself. Like, you can decide when you're like, eh, no, this isn't benefiting me anymore, or it's running me or something, right? Like, <laughs> Right, and you kind of get wait, wait, caught up the in other it. Way <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and back in the day, they didn't really have to worry about sh- social media and how it affects us now, but, like, it's something I've talked about in past episodes too, like social media affects your relationship. It affects your personal life. It affects your mental health. Like, you know, there's so many different things that you can come across that you didn't even know was going to trigger you that could trigger you. Um, social media, it's, there's just a lot, there's a lot out there that you have to worry about. Definitely. And I would say like in kind of like in relation to that, my biggest self-care practice lately is to really be gentle with myself. I just, I mean, I see this a lot within myself in my yoga practice and the people that I meet who kind of find their way to yoga. 
we are just so hard on ourselves all the time. We have a lot of negative self-talk. And so even if I don't get to any of those things I just listed that I like to do, um, or if I'm like sucked into social media and I'm like, oh my God, I just wasted the last hour scrolling or something. I just, I feel like self-forgiveness is a really big, important important piece of self-care and and self-love all in all. So like be gentle with yourself as best you can. Yeah, I think that's super important too. What kind of, uh, do you have any events coming up or anything that you'd like to let our listeners know about? Um, I do totally out here in uh, the Bay Area in Livermore, California. It's over in the East Bay. On November 9th, I've got a cannabis-enhanced dance class, and we're going to come together. I have a live musician coming to play, so he'll be playing a song, and then I've choreographed a contemporary-style dance that I'll be teaching, so... It'll be just the structure, you know, if you've been to a dance class at a dance studio before, it'll be the same structure. It's just that we are in a cannabis-friendly environment and can smoke throughout the class and have all the creative juices flowing, and it should be really awesome. <laughs> so cool. I've got that, uh, yeah, I've got that November 9th, and then um, I just, I have weekly classes in Oakland, uh, downtown Oakland. Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. So you can check out all that info at my website if you want. I would love to have any and everyone. (laughs) Definitely. What is your website for the listeners? It's www.elevatedyoga.co. Not com, just .co. I know it's funky, but... No, that's it's what was available. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that totally works. Awesome. And uh, what other social media do you have available for listeners to catch you on? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I've got my it's just my full name, Brittany L. Russell on Instagram. It's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. There's a couple different Brittany spellings, but awesome well I thank Thank you you so much for coming back on the show with me and rescheduling and getting to hear all about your ganja yoga and your traveling that's pretty awesome I yeah it was my pleasure having you did you have any last words anything else that you wanted to bring up while we're still on um no I feel great just thank you so much for having me and I I can't wait to talk more I'm so glad to make this connection to meet you and even though it didn't work out the first time around, I'm so glad we were able to reconnect. So yeah, thanks again. me too. Appreciate and I, I seriously can't wait to be able to go out and meet everybody that I've done the phone interviews with because I think that's really important. And I really like like your personality and the vibes. Everybody that I've met is just awesome. And I really want to help the community grow as much as they can. So be sure to send me information about your upcoming events. I'll, I'll make sure to advertise those. For everybody else, also check out the website, www.kendraafterdark.com. Um, all of the updated information about the episodes and behind the scenes details, I am updating it. So you'll see it's a little behind right now, but I will have that up soon by November, I promise. Um, also, Pink Kush Network, check it out. We are a network trying to plan a bunch of different cannabis events for people to take part in. It's a really cool idea. I've interviewed Jasmine from Pink Kush Network. If you want to go back and listen to the episode on earlier ones, she'll be able to give a bit more information about exactly what's going on. Um, But we have an event coming November 2nd here in Tucson. It is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Green Med Wellness um, in the Harambe Cafe. 
So make sure to bring your medical card and your ID. This is a free session. So come out and enjoy with us. Again, Brittany, thank you so much for being on the show. And to everyone else, we hope you have a great rest of your night. (laughs) (laughs) You're now listening to Kendra After Dark. Hey, hey, hey.